Hi everyone, so glad you joined us for the Arise Ministries single, MomCast. I'm Pam Keneally, co-founder, and Mel Hyatt, Project Development Director, is hosting today's program with me. Hi, Mel. Hello, Pam. I'm so glad we get to do this together today. Me too. So, friend, um, if ever there has been a podcast or a MomCast message that resonates, not just with single mothers, but all mothers, it's this topic today. And that is seeing failure in a way that fosters hope and encouragement. You know, I know passing through my own seasons of life, there have been multiple times when I have struggled with the reality of failure, but never more heavy on my heart than when I was a single mother. Some moms struggle with saying, if only, if only I had done this or that, or they think, what if, what if this would have happened or what if that would have happened? Friend, whatever your failure story whispers to you today, I know how you feel. It hurts. But what if, what if there truly is a redeeming side to all failure? What if the bigger focus shouldn't be on the failure, but rather a healthy response to it? That's what we're discussing today, finding encouragement in failure. And with us in the studio, we have two people, Chuck and Vicki Robinson. Together, they have a counseling agency called Refine Counseling. You can find them at refinecounseling.org. They've been in Celebrate Recovery, helping people for 21 years. They are alcohol and drug counselors, master's degree at it. Uh, Chuck is a licensed minister. Vicki is a trauma counselor. Goodness, they are so qualified today. And I'm so glad that they are here. They have counseled thousands of people in discovering a healing perspective through failure. So with that being said, Chuck and Vicki, welcome. Thank you. I'm Glad to be here. I'm so Thank you. glad both of y'all are here. I want you to know, and I told them earlier, I have admired you guys from a distance for many, many years, the thousands of people that you have counseled and helped in your ministry. And so before we get into all that, can you tell me something about yourself that maybe we don't know? Well, we are the proud grandparents of nine grandchildren, (laughs) and uh, that is uh, our latest medal of honor, is is getting uh, number uh, eight and nine, who are twins that were born about a month ago, Uh and they are growing like weeds, two little boys, and we're very uh, excited about that. We love traveling together as a couple. We actually do a lot of speaking engagements as couples, and uh, we have a passion, and we've discovered that our passion and purpose is helping other people. Wow. And uh, we just uh, love and are addicted to changed lives. I love that. That's a one. If you're going to have an addiction, I love that one. That's <laughs> a great one. And uh, I, oh, goodness, I'm so glad you're here today. So, you know what? You guys have a reputation of leading a ministry, like I said, called Celebrate Recovery, among other things, among your own counseling ministry, refined counseling, where you have encouraged thousands of people through the struggles of life to find a renewed joy in Christ. But that didn't come from just somewhere. I mean, what? What are some of your earlier personal failures that caused you to want to help people? We're talking about encouragement and failure. What were some of your failures that caused you to move in this direction? Well, both Chuck and I have suffered from personal addiction ourselves. And we uh, next year we'll celebrate 40 years 
of long-term sobriety. And uh, the uh, addiction in our family has uh, become contagious, as it is in many families. And uh, But also recovery has become contagious. We have over on close to 300 years of sobriety in our family tree. Uh, that's just that we know of. <laughs> We're not absolutely <laughs> sure. There, there, of course, it was a lot of people that didn't recover, but uh, everything from our mother's uh, recovery to grandmothers, cousins, uncles, aunts, brothers-in-law, sisters, nieces, nephews, all of that have discovered recovery, and it's been incredible. Yes. So those were years of failure where you had to work through issues, and God one day just showed you there was another way. So yours has to do with the addictions that y'all encountered as a couple and what you've moved through. That's so amazing. Chuck, how about you? Do you have any personal failure that you're like, man, I'm just going to throw it out there. This was really a failure on my part, but God used it. I don't know that it was a failure on my part. The sadness that hurts both of our hearts is those that we have lost. Mm -hmm. Those that made a decision um, to not follow the path of recovery. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, a deep sadness. And it, oh, it, um, it motivates me every day. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I am working with a family... Um, I tell them that if, if I'm moving too fast, it's because I have a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. And the urgency is to help your loved one find healing and it be introduced to Christ. Wow. And so uh, I go about this with a, a lot of energy yes. um, uh, because of the ones that we've lost. Yes. And I, I am constantly in memory of, of them, not because I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but I told one as he uh, had already passed away that I would not let the memory of him go in vain. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do what I do in remembrance of him. Wow, that's beautiful. That's amazing. Well, you know, moms, I know you're listening today and you are thinking, well, I, you know, maybe you are experiencing a failure that wasn't directly anything that that you did or it still hurts your heart or maybe there's a failure you are dealing with that you knew you had some part in it now let me just ask you what's likely one of your biggest life failures that you thought you would never get over its destruction oh pam this podcast have... is about chuck and vicky I, I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting I to have to That's answer that question i just had to ask you my biggest life failure to talk about in front of the world um no i you know for me and I, I know this will resonate with our listeners, but mine will always be my divorce, even though I am careful about the way I talk about it, but I didn't um, choose it or cause it, but it still um, was a failure. You know, my marriage was a failure and it affected so many people. And that's why it will always be to me the biggest failure that I went through and am still overcoming, you know, 13 years out. There's still days where I think I called you yesterday and asked you for prayers about something. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I'm so thankful that we have you two in here today talking about failure, because even though what you do in Celebrate Recovery, some people might think that it's just about addictions to substances and those sort of things, but there's so much more that Celebrate Recovery does, and you guys are experts in 
overcoming failure of all types, codependency and all of those things. And I know we have single moms listening today that feel overpowered by defeat, whether it's a failure in marriage or the way their child is acting or not acting or living up to expectations or work. Um, So my question for you is, why do you think it's so hard for any of us, especially our single moms, to face these kind of setbacks with encouragement and not to just say, that's my biggest life failure It's only downhill from here. Why do you think it's so hard to face those? Well, I believe that we've probably watched too many fairy tales in our lives. (laughs) Uh, Whether we watch Cinderella or Snow White or the Hallmark Channel, uh, any of those kind of things that have such wonderful, happy endings And uh, so we set up ourselves for expectations of ourselves to live that kind of a life. And uh, and we're going to constantly be disappointed there because that's not real life. That's acting. (laughs) That's a story. And uh, our stories are interwoven with pain Mm -hmm. and. And a lot of even Christian women think that once you become a Christian, you're not going to endure hardships. But we're promised that in the Bible, (laughs) that that was part of the things, that we are going to have to take up our cross and follow him. (laughs) And and that's a hard road. And uh, so I think it has to do with expectations more than anything. It does. And single moms, I know you're listening today. And I think maybe what what is difficult for you when you go through facing your failures, you already have such a load to carry. I mean, you have so many other, you already have such a load to carry, not to mention you're facing, many are facing, at least I did at the beginning, facing emotional turmoil and, and, and agonizing pain you might have of guilt or regret or remorse, or there's so many emotional feelings that are difficult that compound the the fact that you're facing something that you never planned for, and this can be so difficult. We recognize that today. want to come alongside you emotionally, first of all. I know when we come alongside you emotionally, you know we know you, we know how you feel, then it enables you to want to hear what you can do to move forward. So we understand how you feel. So let me ask you, what steps, uh, Vicki or Chuck, either one, what steps would you tell a single mother who's listening today in finding encouragement in a way to work through the heartache of her failure? What what steps would you have her take? Well, um, it's very interesting. On my way over here today, I had uh, radio on, and the song Never, Never, Never Give Up was on there and uh, by King for King and Country. And I was... Uh, I thought, here I am going into this, and there is a message in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so wonderful. I've been Terry today. Yes. <laughs> you know, Vicki, that, that's what makes you so approachable at this very moment, is that when women are listening to women speak and we feel their emotion and tears, we automatically think, I can relate to her, and this this just gave you big brownie points with so many of our moms <laughs> loving you right now because you got emotional. That's so wonderful. So she can, she can know, she can, you know, understand these things. What other steps would you have her take? Uh, because our steps are sometimes numbered and we think that we're going to take only three steps here and then it's all going to be over. Uh, 
I want to say don't quit before the miracle happens, too, because Mm -hmm. it's on the other side and not to grow weary in the turmoil. And uh, I I don't like to have my messes repeated. Mm -hmm. So I also try to look for uh, ways that I can learn something from this journey. That's wonderful. Absolutely. You know, I know when I was a single mother uh, feeling the failure of divorce that I did not want and felt like I had a big D on my forehead. What? Your Pam is divorced. I just I was I felt such shame and helplessness. There was just a feeling of helplessness and knowing how to receive encouragement that all I thought was like Mel had said, it's down road from here. But the good news, Mom, as we're going to get into the next question, is that failure really is probably the worst, greatest thing that ever happened to you because it's in the failure that you're going to see God do great and wonderful things. And so I'm, I'm excited for you to hear the rest of what we have to say in this. Yeah, I think one of the hardest things to remember in the middle of failure is that you will get out of it. And I, I hate the saying, but it's true. Like if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger and, and it is making you stronger. Um, but it's hard to imagine in those moments that any good can come out of it. And I heard, I love that you heard that song of just never mm-hmm. don't give up, don't give up. But what have you, can you tell us a story or something that you've noticed just about the benefit of failure? And I know when we're in the middle of it, we don't want to hear the benefits, but there's also a hope that I know some of our listeners need right now of that this surely has to produce something good. So is there a benefit that you both have maybe learned through failure? Well, for me personally, I've learned that it's definitely made me stronger, (laughs) definitely made me stronger. And then it's given the purpose of making the message out of our mess and being able to do that. I have a a young lady that I've worked with and her husband uh, um, had legal charges pressed against him and is now in prison uh, for a while. And so she's found herself being a single mom for the first time ever. And, uh, And she... Of course, once again, it wasn't her fault that she, this happened, but she's had to explain this to her church family, her, her own family, her children, etc. It's been in the newspapers. Mm-hmm. All of that kind of thing has happened. But she has uh, decided that she wants to be a counselor, and she has already gotten her counseling degree, and she's starting to help children uh, through tough times in public schools as that and uh, and knowing that in the midst of all of this she's made uh, lemonade out of the lemon Mm -hmm. that she was dealt yes that is beautiful I love that you know what single moms I'm just thinking this that that maybe like I said in the introduction instead of focusing on the failure you focused on the response to it that you know God's word says he will work it together for good we, you know that. You've learned that through Arise Ministries. Uh, you know that this isn't the end of the story. You know this is just part of the season. Seasons come and seasons go. Whether you want this season to go or not, it's going to. Seasons come and seasons go, and there's a lesson in this time of difficulty for you. And 
Mel and I know that God has great and awesome plans for you in the future that can only come out of this failure or this disappointment or heartache. And as hard as it is to embrace it, find friends, find community, find a church. These are the steps. Find somebody that can just come alongside you during this time to walk you through this time. It is a stepping stone to where God is taking you. And for those of you that have walked with the rise, you do our podcast, you've done our Bible studies, you read our blogs. Girlfriends, it was birthed out of failure. Had I not gone through that divorce, we would not be sitting here today that God has amazing things. We want you to find hope in that. It is necessary for your growth. Mel, do you have, what thoughts do you have about that as far as their, it's necessary and what God is doing in the midst of their, what they see as eternal failure for them? Oh, I was just thinking when Vicki talked about taking lemons and making lemonade. Uh, My boys probably get annoyed by this, but we talk about that idea a lot. And I ask them, what's the sugar? Because the difference (laughs) in lemons and lemonade is really just that you're adding sugar. Um, So I ask them, you know, what's the sugar in the situation? And that that puts some responsibility on us during a hard time to, okay, I do need to add something to this situation. Um, so what do I need to add? And they just will roll their eyes uh, now at this point. But I have to ask myself that too. What's the sugar? So in your hard situation with your lemons, you know, what is it that you need to add to your life that will take it from lemons to lemonade? And it's just this reminder for me and um, for my boys that, you know, nobody wants to just drink lemon juice but that's what lemonade is until we add the sugar so that's that's what I will always ask them and and now they're older so they don't they just roll their eyes at me but (laughs) one day they're gonna say it to their kids and they're gonna be like oh my gosh my mom was brilliant (laughs) she was well that's not gonna come till later but I I promise it's (laughs) but you know what Chuck you have worked with so many people And you see so many testimonies that have come out of it. I just, without giving a story just yet, can you tell me some benefits maybe from your own personal life and things you've been through in the past that were difficult that now you see um, there's that you would offer encouragement through that failure in the sense of what God's going to do with it? As a former coach, um, failure means losing. And I, I... I don't like the word losing. I don't mm-hmm. like the word failure. Mm-hmm. I, the word that I would probably choose is the action that happens after something has happened to us, and that's surrender. Love that. Yes. Um, so the beauty comes in the surrender. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, Scripture talks about you have to knock on the door, and the door will open. Uh at surrender, at that point of surrender, I have to knock on the door. I have to take some action, um, whether it be finding a woman's Bible study or um, a fellowship group uh, that involves women only who have experienced the same brokenness um, that that you have. Uh, you know, we've all been made in the image of God. And if that's in fact the case and one believes that, then there's really no failures. It's just opportunities for Mm -hmm. change. Um, And so what do I do with this? What do I do with what I've been dealt? Uh, And um, my response is what makes the mess turn into a message, a ministry, uh, 
a testimony. Um, the uh, decision for change may not have been on um, your and your plans, but man has made some terrible mistakes. Humans make mistakes. And when somebody in your life that is close to you has chosen a different path, then hopefully you can respond with new growth. Uh, pruning uh, comes and then there's new growth. And this new growth may be a ministry called Arise. It might be um, uh, a support group for mothers with young children or supporting something that has to do with a woman's ministry. Uh, but God will use your hurt and he will take it uh, so that you will testify as to his healing love after you have surrendered. That is beautiful. I wish we could go back and rename this podcast and not even use the word failure. I just would love to <laughs> erase that from your mind. No, Chuck, it's an opportunity for change. That is beautiful. It's an opportunity. So that just enlightened my mind so much, moms. It is not failure. It is an opportunity for God to do a greater work and a lesson in it. I'm thinking of King David, you know, we know that he had a, quote, opportunity for change when he sinned and coveted Uriah's wife. And yet God eventually says he's a man after his own heart. And the lesson we learned from that is failure doesn't get the last word or that disappointment doesn't get the last word. And, of course, we know Peter, you know, he denied Christ and failure certainly didn't disqualify him. And single mom, I don't know where you're sitting. I don't know what you're doing. But but whatever you're facing does not disqualify you in any way from God doing a miraculous work in the life and of your children. And I personally want to say it's imperative that you, that you understand during this time of opportunity for change, you seize it. You seize it for the sake of your children. You seize it. And you get counseling. And you go to church. And you get a community. And you find someone to come alongside. Vicki, what, what other steps would you say these moms, you've walked with so many necessary for them at this time? Uh, the support, as you mentioned, I think is vital to most of us as human beings. We were not created to be alone. And uh, it's such a temptation to stay in isolation during this time. Mm -hmm. And we were created for community. From the very beginning, God said, it's not good to be alone. Mm -hmm. And so reach out to those that are in your surroundings. Uh, Brene Brown says, those in your marble jar that you mm -hmm. share marbles with. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, if you don't have a marble jar, you need to start sharing. Yes. <laughs> and share your marbles with mm -hmm. other people mm -hmm. because that's vital for uh, the healing process, I do believe. Uh, because God will use this test in your life to be your testimony. Mm -hmm. I know he will. Yes, I love that. Um, moms, listen, uh, that is, it is no, quote, accident that you're listening to this podcast today. You might have just run upon it. This is God's anointed encounter with you. It is an encounter. And it's him telling you he loves you and he will make a way. And it is time for you to seize the moment and move forward in this. 
with what God has in this, quote, opportunity for change. Thank you, Chuck. You know, as my husband and I were talking this morning about me having the privilege of having a podcast with you guys up close and personal, we both were talking about that. That is such a privilege that I get to do this today and the thousands of stories that y'all probably have of seeing God, the miracles of Jesus and people. Is there any one, Chuck, for you, is there any one, I don't know, story that, that just resonates with you that you just wanted to share briefly about something? Or I know there's so many. Do you have one maybe? Oh, there are so many. Um, but the one I'd probably want to share is the most recent. Um, we had an experience uh, on Friday where... Uh, a fella was really battling with his uh, sex addiction and uh, would not own it, would not admit to it, would not surrender. Um, and his wife was, with all the love in her heart, establishing some boundaries. And um, upon hearing the boundaries, he got very angry and left the counseling room throwing his cell phone down um, and we all had thought that he had left uh, we talked a few minutes and I came uh, went to the restroom and came back uh, from my time away and he was on his knees next to his wife sitting in a chair not just crying a couple of tears but literally wailing um, wailing uh, with sorrow and asking for forgiveness of his wife and of God. And um, it wasn't a simple cry. It was a, hurt, a cry that would, if you were watching it, it hurt. Um, and it lasted for over 15 minutes. And it wasn't filled with drama. It was, it was sincere. And when he got up, he had a different countenance on his face, and it was like whatever was in him had left. And he said, whatever I have to do. And on Saturday, he is on his way to receiving some rehabilitation and some help for his affliction. I'm just speechless. I'm speechless. I praise God for this individual. And you know what, moms? I, don't, I just want to tell you that that um, God wants to do that for you. I mean, it's great that that man, that's awesome that you had the opportunity to see that, but, but I'm thinking of you. God, Jesus, is waiting to do that for you. He's waiting to do that for you. Chuck and Vicki, this has been so wonderful, and we love just hearing your stories and all of the things you've learned. Is there any final thing you would like to say to our single moms listening? Um. When I, I do love music a lot, too. So another song that I saw on here, uh, um, heard on the radio this week was that Lauren Daigle's Blessings, that uh, what if our blessings come through raindrops and our healing comes through tears? Uh, and I don't know why God designed it that way, but I know personally that when I am depending on him alone to get me through a trial, that's the closest friendship I have with him. Yeah. The very mm -hmm. closest. Mm -hmm. That is so beautiful. And just don't give up. Yes. 
Thank you so much. Yes, moms, don't give up. Don't give up. You know what, moms? Chuck, do you have any last thing you would like to share? We serve a big God, and he loves you so, so very much and wants to see your heart healed and seek him. He is um, the God of the universe, and he is here to love on you, and he has no grandchildren. He loves your children, too. So seek him first, and God will be glorified through whatever's going on with you. Thank you. That is a beautiful word. You know what, moms, in closing, I want to say something, and I want you to repeat after me. Are you ready? Jesus, say it, Jesus is the healer. Say it out loud. Go. Jesus is the healer. Mom, there is nothing he cannot restore and make new. Nothing. Your story is no big deal for him to restore and make new. In fact, he always knew you would be going through this, always. And he has a plan greater and bigger. But you must, like Chuck said, surrender and take the first step and move in the direction that Vicki gave you, those steps, and move in those directions. And let Arise Ministries come alongside. This is what we do to help you along your way. I'm reminded of a verse in Psalm 145, 14. It says, he helps those who are in trouble. Are you in trouble today? The rest of that verse says, he lifts those up who have fallen. Do you need a lift today? This is your holy encounter and opportunity to move forward with what you know God is calling you to do today. You know that. You know, we've learned today through Chuck and Vicki that failure is not the opposite of success. It is part of success. This is part of your story. Embrace it and move forward. And I know for myself there are no empowered testimonies without failure. So embrace it. Embrace it. You know, at Arise Ministries, as always, we extend to you our love. We extend to you our, our help for community. We extend to you our online resources, our Bible studies, our podcast, all these things for you and for your friends that you know that need the help of Christ in getting through these situations. And we know your greatest concern, are, all my, are my kids going to be okay? Then you need to take the first step and be the example for them. And God will make a way for you, I know. So, friends, with that being said, thank you for sending us a bit of feedback that you have today at, ar at info at ariseministries.net or follow our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. And always, always, we would love for you to share our chat today on your social media channels. And so, in closing, I want you to repeat with me one more time. Ready? Jesus is the healer. <laughs>